everyone. Welcome to the Fandom Done Right podcast. This is Isabel, and I'm joined by Spencer and Cole. We're doing a episode on... Take it away. <laughs> Take it away. We're doing an episode on Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> that was for the suspense factor. Oh. You're welcome. Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah, now I'm gonna... So now I'll cut it back together, so it should be like an episode on... The biggest movie of 2022, which is why they released it in February. So far. (laughs) They really believed in this one, guys. You know what? I I saw earlier how much it made, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't too shabby. Really? This weekend. It's like 51 mil. That's this. It's okay. That's something. It's something. For video game movies that aren't Detective Pikachu and Sonic, it's it's a number. Hey, it's um, still got to be better than Assassin's Creed. Mm. See, I haven't seen that. So, Cole, you might have the best kind of ranking of this versus other video game movies. Because mm. you've seen the widest range? That's, yeah, I guess. So, to I'm going to read a little synopsis that I found. Okay. Treasure hunter Victor Soli Sullivan recruits street smart Nathan Drake to help him recover a 500-year-old lost fortune amassed by explorer Ferdinand Magellan. What starts out as a heist soon becomes a globe-trotting white-knuckle race to reach the prize before the ruthless Santiago Moncada can get his hands on it. If Soli and Nate can decipher the clues and solve one of the world's oldest mysteries, they stand to find $5 billion in treasure but only if they can learn to work together. Yikes. Yike. Oh, boy. So. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, something we should mention just on the forefront is that they tried for like the last decade to make this movie, give or take. I'm still going to say it. The fan film was better. <laughs> mm, probably probably everyone but nathan fillion was miscast but nathan right. fillion no, was no. perfect uh like nathan fillion was perfect and i like the guy who played sully disagree no, oh, no. Okay. well it's and gotta the, be better than mark Wahlberg. yeah and then uh elena <laughs> elena's her name i couldn't remember <laughs> well she's not in this movie so i know or was she no she was not I, was she I don't know. Am I supposed to be missing? Am I missing something? I I was I kept expecting them to come around to the blonde chick at the bar to be like, oh, by the way, what's your oh, name? Oh, I'm dumb. Elena. That would have been dumb. Though. That would have been. Uh, I was expecting it. You know, so they've been trying to make this movie for like ten years, maybe eight, because the games were a big deal, uh, early two thousand tens. Let's say that, give or take. Yeesh. Uh, what's funny, and Isabel, you might not have known this, the person that was attached to the Nathan Drake role for like 80% of the time was Mark Wahlberg. What? Yes. Uh, and a, a number of directors came and left and just kept picking up the project and dropping the project. Uh, the only one I remember among them is Sean Levy. And he's just done a wide range of stuff, but he's a pretty good director. Isn't he Shazam? No, um... That's Peter something. But he would have been great. No, it's not that Peter. (laughs) 
<laughs> that would have made a no, very the one strange Uncharted movie. <laughs> yeah, that too. The one from the books we're reading, the Peter Jackson. We're, we're reading. Never mind. Oh, oh, I get it. I got it. Sorry. <laughs> it took me too far got a, back. Got a glowing sword. I don't know. I was thinking Peter Parker, then that uh, too. Like Percy Jackson. Like. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of Peter Parker and Isabel, I feel like you'd be qualified to answer this question. Uh, how did you think this Tom Holland role compared to the other one? How much overlap did we have in this movie? I feel like there's just like a straight... Oh, sorry. You're asking oh, Isabel. <laughs> I don't know, like his personality, it just stays the same as Tom Holland. But like at the same point, I feel like this was kind of like his coming of age like movie where he's trying to move away from like that innocence of spider-man and is is like his true age yeah like he's trying to actually like he's actually like 25 him, him as a bartender age. like doing all those tricks he's like look what i can do he's like doing all those pull-ups like mm. i'm a man you know so what were you gonna say i was gonna say i felt like it was a perfect transition just kind of the way that the way no way home ended with him being a nobody now and then at the beginning he was just a nobody it you know this is what and he adopted that alter ego of nathan drake and... <laughs> see i think a lot of people will just see tom holland but i think right and maybe i'm painfully optimistic because i'm such a big uncharted fan which is part of why i invited isabella come on because i wanted someone that didn't know the source material right to talk about the movie because if you don't know the source material, I don't know if this movie's that good. Uh, but I I think Tom Holland really, really went for it. He did. He, he gave it his best. Well, it was a lot of, he, he did all of the, the right, he said the jokes, he worked on the delivery. You know, he he has a different accent, just slightly different American accent. It's just a standard American accent. And that's not easy to do when his only American role was Brooklyn, Peter Parker right. in high school with the high, like, oh my gosh, what will Mr. Stark think of me? <laughs> like all the time. And then this, he's trying to be like overly, you know, suave, 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 suave. That's suave. what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Suave and like masculine and, and all of that. And so I thought that was really good. But of course he says the titular, oh crap, which is the, <laughs> the Nathan Drake quote yes it's the most said phrase by nathan drake in the oh, games crap. which are conveniently not rated him right yeah i feel like i would i'm gonna push back on it not knowing the source material i feel like if you don't know the source material it could go either way that's so fair it's um, a good point because even though i know the source material I really enjoyed the movie and I but I but I enjoyed it as a movie not being connected to the source material because to me it was a great movie but comparing to to the video games that sucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can't like heavily compare it. I feel like they're trying to make it its own thing. Yeah. Like it definitely you know the whole origin aspect of it. Yeah, it's a this is a mismatch uh, of the game's stuff. Mm -hmm. So just coming in as the game expert, the game is told in chapters, so it's a bit like a book. 
they kind of play out like books. Hi, Cranjus. Yeah. Welcome to the episode. Uh, glad you could join us. <laughs> um, so the, uh, yeah, the book, the it, it plays out kind of like a book. And so some chapters are prequel chapters. And so in the third game, uh, there's a chapter where uh, Nate meets Sully and you kind of third experience that. There is a third, there's both. So I'm oh, getting okay. that. Yeah, so in the third game, you meet Sully, and the end credit scene is actually a um, kind of a a nod, a, like a huge nod, but not a replaying of that. And so, and then in the fourth game, you learn about Nate living in the orphanage, kind of going and robbing paintings and maps with his brother, uh, Sam. Which so, and that scene is like also pulled into this movie mm-hmm. but it's it's not the same it's different when they so, uh, when they pulled out the map i've i kind of loudly said i hope the declaration of independence is on the back of it Just do you know what the preservation room is <laughs> mm, delicious gems and jellies <laughs> i don't know why that that joke is the best from the whole movie that's <laughs> mm, is this movie better or worse than national treasure because it's not it's not as it's because i already know what my answer is for indiana jones but i don't know about national treasure they're in their own lanes though like i don't know no they're both adventure treasure movies yeah but uncharted has a bit of an edge because they go kind of globe trotting whereas national national uh, treasure stays american if you ask me city it stays in one city no, they just go up and down the East Coast. <laughs> right. And into a pit. I just love how these like movies, they try to really be grounded in reality until not. Until like not. Tomb Raider is what I kept comparing this to in my mind. The most recent one. I haven't seen uh, the other ones. I haven't seen that one. I've only seen oh. the ones with Angelina Jolie. <laughs> oh, well, great, great. Well, we have some, but it's been a while. We can fill in some gaps then. But the newest one, it's very hyper-realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh very it's pretty good it's a little less fun than this one is this one you know leans in more to the jokes and what's you know i felt like what's great about uncharted and so uh but yeah in tomb raider it's like really good and really realistic until suddenly there's like a i don't know flesh-eating disease that kills everyone okay but there were nazi zombies in the game so yes the first game had (laughs) nazi zombies it was very ridiculous. We don't talk. No one talks about the first game. I love the um, first game. I <laughs> so do. Just, I personally do. My favorite part about the first game is you can't punch. You can only shoot. Right. You can only blast. So and you just. I don't know if you. I don't know if they. I think you can run out of ammo in the first game. Yes, you. But can. you never do because everything and everywhere drops so much ammo that you won't run out, including the Nazi zombies. <laughs> Oh no, you killed me. I'm a Nazi zombie. Here's a clip that works for your weapon. <laughs> um anyway. Yeah. I just feel like one problem that I really had with the movie was it wasn't very grandiose like looking for El Dorado or looking for these huge things. You find two ships. Granted, they're I, worth I, a huge fortune, but... I, I felt that way, but then the ships started flying. The ships did start flying. That's Uncharted. That's Uncharted, yes. That was the, the that was the only Uncharted really feeling part of it that I got. 
that was honestly there wasn't enough climbing no there wasn't and ruins and all sorts of stuff you know but uncharted has some amount of reality to it i feel like um nazi zombies aside (laughs) because tomb raider is just like randomly like oh i'm climbing a siberian mountain oh there's a byzantine ship in a cave in the siberian mountain i'm like nothing makes less sense so uncharted is a little more like yeah there could be a u-boat in the middle of like this pacific island because the they're everywhere yeah stuff like that uh it's time and Isabel, I don't know how much you'd be able to fill in. Maybe you can just say how much how you felt about Mark Wahlberg in the movie. But we have to talk about Sully because I feel like this is going to be everyone's the biggest beef with this movie. Yep. And with everything in this movie, I felt like it was didn't feel very uncharted at the beginning, and then got much more uncharted as the movie went along. He grew on me. Yeah, I Pretty still much, can't say that I like him, but it grew on me a little. Uh, the the Sully versus what's her face in the Papa John's <laughs> with the crosses. Yes. See, there's a bunch of fun stuff in this that movie was that people will funny. forget. But that was one I kind of was like, you know, he's he's kind of is Sully though. And after that, the rest of the movie, I was like, I'm all in. Yeah. But what did you think of Sully? Um, I think he started really selling me at like a couple of moments before that when he's looking through the grates being yes. like i don't trust y'all and then drops the key <laughs> i was like oh that's that's sully and after that it just kind of it grew for me like okay yeah he could be sully until he went to reach for the gold and i was like no that is sully though it is but i was like, like sully's like i can't believe we're letting go of all this gold Yes, but him also or just going for it without even thinking about Nathan or yeah, Nathan Drake. And then he stops. He's like, okay, maybe, I guess. He wouldn't have gotten that close to the gold and then changed his mind. For me, I felt like this was a, as much of an origin for Nathan Drake as solely. Okay. I feel like that's what they were going for. It's not how people will receive it, but no. it's kind of what they were they were going for. So like him making that choice for Nate over the gold and just letting it go that I feel like if they do the second one, which I really want them to, it'd be more in character. The, yes. As, but they have to do, they have to do the thing in the after credits scene. They have to keep the mustache. I felt like he embraced it though. I feel like he did. <laughs> the after credit scene was my favorite scene of the whole movie. Yes. Which is good and bad. I feel like. Because the guy with the eye patch, he's a, a semi well known actor. I know him from I know him from Game of Thrones, where he played a pretty substantial role in the show, um, and he'd be a good, he'd be a very good Uncharted villain. Whereas, segue here, Antonio Banderas was not. He was an Uncharted villain, and then he was killed. And then he was killed. That was the stupidest thing. You, Isabel, you were talking about that because you didn't really like what they did with, um, I don't even remember her name because the girl who killed Antonio Banderas. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I feel bad. I can't remember like her given name in the movie, but she's like in a lot of- Joe? Um, 
Was it Joe? Some that um, that sounds right, actually. It starts with a J. I don't know, I just, like, painted her, like, I just feel like every character she plays, she's exactly like that. Like, she plays this, like, crazy witch in the Sabrina series, and she's also in Riverdale. Oh. So she's, like, always part of these, like, kind of demonic, like, Yeah, you were telling me rules. that, and I was just like, I, I didn't know anything about this person. And it was a little weird, oh, like, how old do you Joe, think she is? Uh, Joe Braddock. Joe Braddock. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She's played pretty, like, young roles before. So, yeah, I feel like they made her look, like, older. And I said that it just didn't sit well with me. Um, Spencer will get into kind of, like, his opinion about that. But I just was, like, I don't think that, um, like, when she tackled solely, like, she was, like, oh, you missed this. Or, like, you you like this, don't you? It's kind mm-hmm. of very, like... It takes you out of the scene. A just little like bit. It was very like sexual and and I don't know. Spencer just said that it kind of reminded him of like Indiana Jones because yeah, uh, because Last Crusade when the dad and son both slept with the same lady. We don't. Which talk about no one that. we don't like. We don't want to talk about that. You know, we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Indiana Jones. No, it, I just. It took me wait. It took me twenty four years to realize that they slept with the same chick. Right. <laughs> like, oh, you but idiot. It, yeah, but it's such a like video game style type thing, and so they try to like incorporate that. Mm-hmm. But for and I said maybe that's like wrong with our society or culture, but it's just yeah. kind of bad that we're like so okay with that. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. you're asking the real questions. No, and. The, the thing I mentioned is that the games, and this is when, like, I think the game influenced the development of the movie, but I wish it hadn't. Because the game, in the games, there's always these nods about solely, like, flirting uh, <laughs> or sleeping with oh, ladies yeah. in certain places. But it's never, you never see any of it. You never meet any of these people. And, like, Chloe's obviously not one of those people, and I'm glad the movie kind of established that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... There's always like a joke, like Nate's like, oh, if you would stop flirting with that girl in the bar or something like that, then Sully would be like, funny, but she had this blah, blah, blah. Or she had, she had, she knew about the goal. Like, <laughs> but like the relation, I don't know, the relationship's so different. Mm-hmm. And it felt like what we're building towards, you know, again, back to the end credit scene, like I felt like that was where it finally clicked. Right. Where it wasn't Mark Wahlberg throwing shots at Tom Holland. Or, you know, Tom Holland's character of Nathan Drake, it became like, oh, solely like Mark Wahlberg is actually playing someone his age. Yeah. And giving him a hard time, like, oh, puberty just around the corner, kid. You'll grow one too. <laughs> I love that. That whole scene was was gold. And so I feel like Yeah, I didn't like that though. No. But the the choreography was great. Mm-hmm. And uh it was like it wasn't just like I don't know. I could. I felt the pounding. Like the sound effects were really good when they were like when Tom Holland when Nate's like snap, smacking people with wine bottles. I think about the the bar where he's trying, where Chloe goes behind that that wall or whatever it was, and yeah. Nate's just taking it out on those guys uh, in the club. Like I thought that was really really great. The Honorable stock- mention the cat. Yes, we love the cat. <laughs> That was see that was an original thing, but it worked out. Yes, the Scotsman was also pretty funny. 
I don't know what you're saying, dude. I got it. I got it. Sex on the beach. <laughs> See, like, whoever was writing this movie did a great job, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I just, yeah, I don't know. I had fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. Um, which is weird, given all the criticisms that I have about the movie. A favorite part of mine was when they uh, actually meet up with Nolan North on the beach. Oh, the Nolan North cameo. Uh, you know, and for you, Isabel, I feel like you picked up, and I they they like built the scene out so that you knew it was N- Nolan North. Like <laughs> the theme song rolling. Yeah. Yeah, the theme kind of played a little bit and like they, they walk out. Nolan North is in the center of the shot. He's wearing like the most like <laughs> he's wearing all the the brightest colors. Like everyone else is wearing different colors. Yeah. It's and Nolan North just plays the scene first. Like, whoa. Cool guys. But like the part where he was like, you know, I feel like I did something like that myself once. Mm. But like if you just close your eyes, like I can hear it. I hear it and see right. Nathan Drake in the games. I just love it. Like I really thought it was fun and I don't, you know, Nolan North is, he's not a young guy. So I don't think he feels no. bad about not <laughs> being in the movie as Nathan mm-hmm. Drake. No. And I, no offense, but I wouldn't really want him to. No, and I don't think he would have wanted to. No. And he couldn't have played solely either if for the random person out there was thinking that because what? his voice is way too, I don't know. I feel like someone on Tumblr is making this fan cast. Tumblr out of all places. Just... Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> Reddit. Yeah, Reddit. Sorry. Reddit's the new Tumblr for that kind of thing. Not that I'm on Tumblr, but. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, probably the best casting, maybe. I don't know was chloe she did i was gonna say the same thing a really just bang up job perfect like actually almost too good like it was right. it was almost tough how all of the rest of them there was only three characters really that was from the games in this yeah but everybody else is original i feel like they're building towards the set, the next game being the next movie kind of being like a similar story to the first game or some kind of adaptation. Mm-hmm. And I would hope, I kind of hope that they, you know, I don't know. This is all hypothetical because I don't know if they're going to make another one, but if they did some kind of like trilogy, like I would hope that Chloe's not in this one. Yeah. And they bring in Elena. Cause I really want like that character. Mm-hmm. Cause Chloe's like a, Chloe, you're so bad. A bad girl. And, and it's just, Elena is what makes Nate, like, ultimately a good guy. Right. Kind of brings him back to morality. I mean, solely too, but not to the same degree. Yeah, no. <laughs> not this solely, that's for sure. Not this solely. I like how she's just so gullible. Like, he left those coordinates, and she's just like, Yes. See you later. Like, sorry, I had to leave. Like, wrote out, like, this heartfelt letter, and he's just like, ha I did like that. See, that was um, a great, that was a great thing, too. But, but what were your criticisms? Mostly just Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and it didn't <laughs> really feel, un- like, uncharted until the ship started flying. And then, really, the ships weren't... I mean, because in the, in the games, he sh- f- finds 
El Dorado, Shangri-La, and I can't remember the other two. Uh, he finds this like lost city in the desert that Lawrence of Arabia wrote about. That's right. But those are can't yeah. remember the city was called. And then the last place was, uh, well, they're all fictional, but this one was like fictional, fictional. I think. Oh, the pirate place. The pirate. It's a. Heaven, it's yeah. a myth. It's a myth. It is a myth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a uh, Sir Henry Avery. Yes. You played the games more than I have. I've probably played them all through once oh and then um there's a lost kingdom that was in lost legacy yeah that chloe and nadine kind of they go through multiple cities of this old kingdom so it's yeah. not like lost necessarily but some of the cities are lost mm-hmm. i have played a lot i've played the first one probably twice i played the second one at least twice uh, i've played the third one like one and a half times <laughs> uh and i played the fourth one I think twice, and then I played Lost Legacy once. Yeah. Yeah, and I played them all back to back in the middle of the pandemic, so they all mushed together. So, <laughs> yeah, it got kind of lost on me. It's tough when you're following a game. Like, a game's like almost more than a book in terms of how detailed it is. And it's not just a book, like, it's not like your imagination. On top of that, they're building visuals for you in maps that you're exploring and, right. and worlds and more dialogue and motion capture and cutscenes. Like, <laughs> there's a lot that goes into these games. And that's why they take so freaking long to make. Yeah. The games are very cinematic themselves, but also like a book. Yes. Yes. But, but then, of course, like people don't like the game, people that don't like the games would note that there's a lot of cover-based shooting and climbing yes that so the oh, game that mechanics was, aren't the best the whole that, way through that was another thing was there wasn't as bad as the sounds there wasn't enough violence that's part of what didn't make it feel like uncharted was there wasn't enough shoot gun gun fights and car chases and i thought uh nate chasing chloe was cool that was cool um, um there's a lot of fighting with like there's a lot of fist fighting and stuff. A lot of fist fighting, but you don't do a lot of fist fighting in the games. Um, they did. A, they did. They started shooting at the end. Like I yeah. feel like they really started to like find their footing, and I think it's because it's like an origin story, so they wanted to build their way into these things. Because gotcha. I remember when Nate, Tom Holland, Nate threw on the the leather straps mm-hmm. with the guns and started just blasting. That was like, oh, we're in. Like, this is it. Here we go. Let's do it. So I guess that's kind of my criticism of the movie, I guess, then, too, is that we spent too long building to what we wanted to see. Mm -hmm. But I applaud them for doing something original that wasn't just like a rehashing of a game or something. Right. And it it was very well paced. Um, Like, I never got bored and i was just um i don't know what i'm trying to say but it was very everything felt like it went in sequence very well and they spent a moderate amount of time building up really like the sequencing like has to kind of contrast like 
just not going to be like intense from the get-go or you're just yeah. gonna it's gonna die out and not be like sustainable like i don't know right but i like how they built suspense and the heist scenes like that was the other thing like the original heist was fun to see and when nate's like climbing on all those <laughs> decorative things <laughs> like it's just you know they really they figured out like oh this is what like this is like a very uncharted thing like uncharted isn't just indiana jones it's like a different it's a way different thing right i mean they're that's thieves. what that's why i compare it more to national treasure than indiana jones yeah and even even that mm, i wouldn't say ben gates is traditionally a thief no like stealing the stealing the declaration of independence is out of what i guess his like out of character for ben gates his civic duty yeah he has like a civic duty he's like a civic duty treasure hunter guy whereas nate doesn't really care about that he just (laughs) he's adventurous yeah who cool gold that i never i conveniently will never get and i'll (laughs) save the world a bunch of times oh no 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 he got it he got it in the movie yeah that was that was funny was he's like oh my gosh you got more (laughs) It was just like uh, the first game is just like that too, where they find all this treasure and they don't get it. And then at the very end, Sully picks them up in a speedboat full of gold. <laughs> it's like, it's not a lot, but it'll make it worth the trip. It'll cover the bills. I know, but after that, I was like, why wasn't he stuffing them in his pocket? He just put them all in that bag. <laughs> then he had to let it go. He's got to learn from, he's got to learn from Nate's. Yes. Nate's lead on that one. The master thief. How those boats didn't fall apart is beyond me. That was possibly the most upsetting thing was that they destroyed two, not one, but two priceless boats. I was like, y'all. Those boats were getting destroyed. Oh, yeah. I knew it. I, I had hope. I had hope that they wouldn't, but... When the one rammed into the other one, I was like, "Oh no, they're going down!" They're oh, and firing down. the firing the cannon was very that was very fun. good. That was that was. Fun. I love that he pulled out because you know this whole movie that that lighter is not going to work, and right. he pulls out the lighter and it's like, the music stops and it was just like, lol. Lol. Speaking of music, they they were very careful with the theme. Mm-hmm. They didn't just punch us with the theme the whole movie. Didn't like it, but it's okay. You know, you wanted more theme? I wanted more theme because that is... I have to agree. Theme. I have to agree. But the payoffs of... It played very quietly when he found the ships. Nolan North, as we referenced. Mm-hmm. And then when he throws on the the two pistols. It like That was when it came in the strongest. Yeah. Because um, it also wasn't um, the composer for the games. Didn't do the music for this. Weird. Raman Dujwaldi did the music for this. I don't. I butchered that name, but he did Eternals. He's done. Okay. You know, actually, that makes sense. Uh, Clash, Clash of the Titans, Game of Thrones. <laughs> that one just keeps coming up. <laughs> Game I'm of Thrones has had a bunch of different composers, but one of them did no. Iron Man. Oh yeah, he did Iron Man too as well. Oh, okay, so one guy. Okay. Yeah. 
Very good. But, uh, so we did favorite scene, least favorite scene. There's a bunch of Easter eggs. I don't really know how to mention all of them. Yeah. Uh, the there's two end credit scenes. We've discussed one yeah. more than the other. I wouldn't really call one the, an end credit scene. They just flash the title card and then they go, "Oh wait, there's more." What do you think of that? I was a little confused. Like I knew who they were. I knew where it was going, but I was still a little confused, and I still kind of forgot about it. <laughs> With Sam, I just felt like the, uh, oh, not what it, I don't know what he said. Not lost, just missing. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, not gone, just lost. Like, yeah, I thought not that was gone, really just cheesy. lost. Yeah. Uh, that was really cheesy writing. And that's just, that's just lazy writing. As Deadpool would say. Yes. I'm, I didn't like, like, I like that what they didn't show us his face, but only in like a picture. But I hope they recast him to be someone a little more famous to match Tom Holland if they do go through with a sequel. And I, I feel like he was like, watch your back. But I'm like, no, Soli's a good guy now. Like, Soli has to be the standard. Like, everyone double crosses Nate except for Elena and Soli, including Chloe. Yes. And that just has to be, like, I don't, I'm going to be really mad if they made another one and Soli double crossed him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not how it, and then he, that has to be like the, Soli has to be the final line of. Well, there's so many, like, perspectives going too. Like, the way I interpreted it was, like, you know, with the backstory, they all thought that he was shot and, like, dead. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, that was on Soli. Like, he left him there, but the same time well that's what happens in the the games is well not solely but nate loses sam and he thinks he's dead because he, he was shot and he turns out not to be dead yeah so then he probably just you know sam like thinks they didn't care about him but mm-hmm. it's not like I, I feel like they looked for him it just wasn't immediate right i think joe could easily still be alive no, there's no way. This is Uncharted we're talking about. You get a ship dropped on you. No way. I I don't know. I'm just saying it's possible. I don't think Chloe would be a bad guy, but maybe she'll work for the bad guy like she has before. Just because she is bad guy doesn't mean she is bad guy. Girl? <laughs> Ratings time. Eight flying ships out of the ten percent that he was supposed to get. <laughs> Did I steal yours? No, Isabel. What's your rating? And you have to quantify it. It's a requirement. Man, I don't have any like anything clever like that. <laughs> Do the shooting darts. No. <laughs> what shooting darts? With the keys, where that was a good scene too. Oh with yeah, with the keys were uh, clockwise, and they almost take out their heads. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> yeah, that it was, was a fifty-fifty guess. That's right, I had it in my book. <laughs> See, this movie was good. Uh, I I enjoyed it at least. Yeah, I thought it was It doesn't, I'm not going to, I might not do a movie related, just Uncharted in general. Oh. 
eight <laughs> Nazi zombies. Um, and the one cigar and the one true character portrayal from the games, which was Chloe. So eight yes. out of ten. Maybe mine was a ten split second bomb in time of crisis <laughs> going into the plane. There's a bomb in the plane? When Nathan yes. um, sets off the bomb into like oh, on the, the ship. Yeah. Things? yeah. The ten out of ten. I don't know. Is it a 10 out of 10? <laughs> uh, this movie doesn't deserve a 10 out of 10. You know what? It's acceptable. Uh, I'll accept it. 877. We're all saying 8. <laughs> yeah. That might be too generous, but. Uh, I keep going back and forth, but I ultimately just. The good parts were just so good that they outweigh my criticism of it not really feeling like the game. I felt like great with the end credit scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, just some uh, some things from the, the terribleness that is the internet. Uh, Uncharted film review. This is how you don't adapt adapt a video game. Are there Uncharted any... movie review: an overdue slog of epic proportions. Okay, but hold up, hold up, hold up. Is it even possible to do? In a video game movie without making people mad? A yes, video game movie without making people mad. And D- Detective Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog don't count because those are children's movies. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. Those are kids' movies. Uh, and then the last one that I wanted to mention. Collider said, The Uncharted movie gets solely wrong, which robs the story of heart. Which, Coley kind of made that argument. but Yeah. Am I going to go to Rotten Tomatoes? I haven't checked it yet. Did you just call him Coley? Coley? I didn't mean to. There we go. Uh, 39% has a 39% critic score, which I already threw out the window. 90% audience score. Okay. It's a Fast and Furious situation. It doesn't matter if critics like it. If people like it, then they still keep making it. Yeah. Gives uh, a crap about the critics. The critics have strong opinions. <laughs> they get paid for this. We don't. It's made for us, not for the critics. It, the critics' consensus that Robert Rotten Tomatoes made was promisingly cast, and I think it was more like they were taking a risk. Uh, but it felt riskier to me than yeah, anything. It felt the only non-risk risky. casting was Chloe and Antonio Banderas. Those were shoe-ins for this type of movie. But. Yes. Okay, there's some good there's some good reviews here though. Uh, yes, trust is their own tr- is its own treasure, and their gold digging partnership promises a sequel. Mm. For the non purist, this might work as easy consumption popcorn fare. Yes. Yes. Uh, there's nothing original about this treasure hunt movie, but Tom Holland's knack for action and the character's chemistry is enough to retain your gaze. <laughs> winning buddy movie chemistry between uncharted stars tom holland and mark Wahlberg helps overcome the film's weaknesses i always see i guess part of my problem with mark Wahlberg is i only see him as one character because there's this movie his favorite movie of mine he's just a very angry short man 
And that's all I can see him as is that character. What movie are you talking about? Um, the other guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I thought the chemistry was really good. Yeah, they've never been in a movie together. No. But yeah, uh, any final thoughts from everybody? My final thought is final thought. <laughs> Inspiring. <laughs> That's my final thought. Well, this has been another episode of Fandom Done Very Right. Very short episode. Yeah, that's I mean, there wasn't. Yeah, it's not a very massive movie, but it was. No. I was definitely something I wanted. As an Uncharted fan, I wanted to give my honest opinion of the movie, mm-hmm. and I do recommend that people see it. I don't think you need to see it in the theater. Oh yeah, I'll watch. And it that's that. That sounds. DVD. That sounds mean. It's not. I, I would almost say go see the theater just because it's fun. Uh, if, you go, if you want to go, if you want to go see a movie in the theater, it's a good movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Like I would watch it over anything else that's in the theater. But if you're kind of like, I don't know when I'm gonna see this movie, I would see it on DVD, uh, which might hurt the movie's chances of getting a sequel. But I hope that it'll, I hope that it'll get one because I want them to do something more faithful, which I feel mm-hmm. like they were building towards. I think so. so. I think so. If you need something fun to watch in the theater, this will do it for you. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We're back on to more Batman Batman topics. I know Dark Knight Rises was a little bit late, but I'm sorry. We had technical difficulties, but it's out everywhere now. So not to worry. I am so ready for Batman. We are are the biggest Batman movie. Yes. If you need something to see before Batman, see Uncharted, but Batman's coming. Isabel, thanks for joining us. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. All right, guys, we'll see you next time.